0: This is upon further review. Bulls play-by-play man Jim lauk joins Derek Sharp to break down last week's game, and he's going all the way to the end zone with extended highlights of all the key moments. Touchdown, U.S.F. Without further ado, it's upon further review.
1: So the normal time range for upon further review is somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes. So you would think that. With this game we're about to review being a defeat, it would stick towards that range and not go a lot longer. We'll go over that mark here because there was a lot to get to. Jim Lauk, who is there, will be joining me in a moment. A ton of dramatic highlights from September the 17th, 2022, the Bulls and the Florida Gators. Let's start the ball rolling here and I'll give it to you, Jim, because, you know, we're sitting back, we being myself, Jim Lighthall, the studio portion of the show at Amelie Arena, and we're listening to your calls and watching the video and That was pretty exciting. I can only imagine what it was like being there and getting ready to call the game and then what would go on to take place. Frankly, based on last year's result when it was all Gators, I didn't have the highest hopes going into this one. Really wanted a competitive game, and man, did we get it.
0: Non-conference road games in state are just great for the fans. It's an easy way to see the Bulls on the road, and a lot of USF fans took that opportunity to go up the interstate to Gainesville. It was a great USF presence in this game. Lots of Bulls-oriented tailgates before the game. Good presence in the stand. Heard of Thunder made the trip, and it was great to see them on the road. They really made their presence known in that game as well. First time in 12 years the Bulls have been to the Swamp. And Bulls fans who were at the last one in 2010 probably remember it as one of the hottest days in USF football history. It was just a blazing hot September midday game. Things were a little bit more pleasant in 2022. It rained during the afternoon. 7.30 kickoff in the evening certainly helped. By the time the game started, it was partly cloudy. Humidity was up, but the temperature was pretty manageable, and it was a pretty pleasant night in the stands. If you haven't been to a game at Florida, well, they do it right. They've got a lot of game day traditions and hats off to the Florida staff for creating a great game day atmosphere. 88,000-plus were at the game. Turns out it's the third-biggest crowd that the Bulls have ever played uh, in front of during their history. We talked a lot on the broadcast about how important the early moments of this game were and that if USF came out like they did against BYU or even against Howard, they could very easily get buried by Florida in this atmosphere and in this stadium But USF came out, played well early on. They did have a fumble, which stopped the drive. But for the most part, they held their own right from the start. They made it a game. And you could see as time went on that the Bulls were gaining confidence and the Gators and their fans seemed a little taken aback at times by how well the Bulls were playing. So a great start for USF, and we really saw some things from them that we hadn't seen in the first couple of weeks of the season as this game went on.
1: Oh, there were some things that the Gators hadn't seen as well, particularly a certain fourth down play you're going to hear as part of our extended first-half highlights It was the competitive game we were hoping for. Then it started to look like it might get out of hand, thanks in part to a very late and terrible call against the Bulls that allowed the Gators to take a bigger lead than it looked like they were going to. But then the Bulls get it back right before the half. As called by Jim, along with Joey Johnston and Ryan Urquhart from the Swamp, here are your extended first-half highlights here upon further review.
0: Tossed out to Weaver. He has to leap to make the catch. Fumble at the end of the play. Florida has fallen on it. The question will be, was Weaver down? But I think this is going to be Florida football. The ball came in high to Weaver. That kind of tossed all the timing out the window. And Weaver lost the handle at the end of the play. The Gators will take over. Five wide receivers. Empty backfield for Richardson. lot of time. Now he steps up. Going to run, and the Bulls will get him short of the first down marker. At the 14-yard line, he picked up two. That's going to set up fourth down and five, and that's going to bring out the field goal unit for Florida. And Bohannon will hand it off. And breaking through into the secondary for a big gain, it's Battee, and he's got the first down. The Bulls with the run on third and 18, and Battee delivers first down USF. Hand off, Mangum, he's got a huge hole. He's into the secondary, he's inside the 25, and finally chopped down there. 92 yards rushing for the Bulls in this first quarter. Remember, Florida had really been great against the run in their first two weeks. Baptiste the running back, two wide receivers left. Here comes Batty, right up the middle into the end zone. Touchdown, South Florida. The Bulls lead the Gators
2: in the swamp. Jim, we all know that USF has a veteran offensive line. We just saw that on full display on that drive. The offensive line is defeating Florida at the point of attack, and they march down the field decisively. Richardson with a long snap count. Now he's got the ball, hands it off.
0: And room on the left side and breaking through into the secondary. This will be a touchdown for Montrell Johnson. 62 yards, his second touchdown of the year. Fourth down and less than a yard from the USF 35 yard line. Tight ends go in motion. Now Bohannon comes up to the line. Horn in motion. They pitch it to the left side and it's wide open. It's Batty. He's on the run and finally tackled inside the 20 yard line. The only reason Florida got him was because they had the angle and Amari Burney ran him down, but the Bulls ran everything to the right and then pitched to the left. What a play call!
2: I've seen three or four plays that I love the design on. Travis Trickett is on his game tonight, that was a brilliant play. Good snap, good hold, and he drives it
0: through. So the Bulls are denied the end zone, but they tie it up on a Spencer Schrader field goal. Hand off, and boy, right into a brick wall goes the Florida (laughs) running back. That'll be a loss of one, second and 11 back on the 14.
2: Antonio Greer again, playing a whale of a game so far. Clearly this means a lot to him tonight. You can tell he is full of animation and excitement and making lots of plays.
0: Second tackle for loss for the Bulls tonight. Second and 11 on the 14. Richardson keeps under pressure, getting chased, eludes the tackler, still looking, and now he'll jog out of bounds.
2: That was the freshman again, Eddie Kelly. He's showing up on splash plays a few times. He he got penetration into the backfield.
0: And it was a loss on the play. It's third down and 15 on the 18. So if you're the Bulls, a big play here to try to keep Florida out of the end zone. Richardson to throw, he flares it out. It's caught and the Bulls make the tackle short of the first down at about the 15 yard line. That's gonna set up a fourth and 12. So it'll bring the field goal unit out, but there is a late flag now. Let's see what the flag is. The Bulls thought they had the stop.
2: They did have the stop. Dwayne Boyles flashed in the middle and stopped stopped the receiver cold. After the play was over, personal foul, unnecessary roughness number one on the defense. (laughs) Penalty
0: is half the distance to the goal. Results in automatic first down. And that one really hurts because you're taking... Three points off the board and given Florida a first and goal and a chance to get seven. Bull sideline is really incensed by that one. First and goal from the eight, 4.50 left in the half. They run to the right and getting around the defense and into the end zone for a touchdown is Naquan Wright. And the Gators reclaim the lead. Bohannon to throw. Fires it and it's picked off on a deflection and this is gonna be six points for Florida. Second pick six of the season that the Bulls have suffered and Florida leads it 23 to 10 with the kick coming. Third and 10 from the USF 45. Bohannon to throw, looking, looking, now tucks it and runs. 50, makes a move, trying to get to the 45. That's where he needs to get. And I think he got there with some really strong second effort. Give him a first down. That's a heck of a run by Bohannon.
2: Extremely impressive, Gary Bohannon. Flush from the pocket. He runs left. He eludes two tacklers at the last minute. He lowers his shoulder and buries the defender to getting the extra yard for the first down. That showed a lot of toughness.
0: Good snap, good hold. Kick has the distance, and it's good. Wow. Nice job, Spencer Schrader. That'll give the Bulls a lift. 24 to 13 at the half, and uh, certainly disappointing because when you looked at the stat sheet, you would wonder how in the world is USF down double digits? They had things going their way, and then Big play here and there by the Gators, big mistake here and there by the Bulls, and all of a sudden it's a 14-point game at 24-10. to I thought that one of the, the biggest moments of this game, honestly, was the Schrader field goal right before halftime that brought the Bulls back to 24-13. Bulls got stopped, couldn't get in the end zone, and had to settle for the kick. But the point to me was, after having a couple of catastrophic plays that really turned the game around, USF still had an answer. And they really kept their poise throughout the first half when things were going good or when things were going bad. They got the plays in. They didn't seem bothered by the very loud crowd. And I thought having an answer to those big gator plays that created that turnaround and turned a USF lead into a Gator 14-point lead was really really critical for the Bulls. So you go into the half at 24 to 13 and you got to look at it and say we just got to keep doing what we're doing. Bulls had moved the football very well. Uh, Certainly a big difference in the running of Gary Bohannon. He only had 37 yards rushing combined in the first two games. A lot more designed runs for him. They were very effective. Bulls were just moving the ball up and down the field on the ground. Probably their best rushing game since that game against Temple when they set the score record of 421 yards. They did everything right on the ground. The offensive line was terrific. So was Brian Batty. Before this one was over, both Batty and Bohannon would be over 100 yards. So uh, a mixed bag of emotions going into the locker room at halftime, I think. You're down 11. It's hard to figure out how you are down 11, but you know you can play with these guys. And a lot of stuff is working. And the Bulls are anxious to get out for the second half and see what happens.
1: I agree with all that. But back to that terrible call against Matthew Hill. I'm really still in astonishment over how casually the official flung the flag and saw something that he was convinced was a foul when clearly it wasn't. And how the Bulls were able to overcome that in that environment. How with Gary Bohannon's legs continued and listened to the defense in the second half, make more than just a game of it. Make a near classic victory of it. The good and some unfortunate stuff at the end. Full highlights of the second half here including just some great work by you Jim along with Joey and Ryan.
0: Florida is two of four on third downs. They converted one a moment ago now they've got a third and seven. Running back left side. Richardson to throw. Looking, looking, now one loads and it's picked off. It's Dwayne Boyles back into Florida territory. Picks up a block to the 30, to the 20, and down at the 17 yard line. The Bulls get their takeaway. Dwayne Boyles with the pick and USF will have a first down inside the Gator 20.
2: Dwayne Boyles nearly took it all the way back for a pick six, but Richardson, with lots of time to throw, made a poor decision Right in the gut of Boyles, and he ran down the sideline and almost took it into the end zone, but a great takeaway by Dwayne Boyles.
0: From the Gator 13-yard line, Batty, the running back. He switches over to the left side. So does tight end Chris Carter. It's a keeper. It's Bohannon, and he fights his way to the five, and he's got a first down. Gary Bohannon is over 70 yards on the ground. They'll mark it on the six. It's first and goal, 228 yards rushing for South Florida. Dollison and Brown split to the right. Looks like Mangum is the running back. Dollison in motion. Keeper, Bohannon, runs it up the middle and into the end zone. Touchdown, Gary Bohannon. That's six for the Bulls. This is a five-point game with a kick coming.
2: Gary Bohannon's ability to run has come up in big ways for the Bulls tonight. We didn't see much of it in the first two weeks, but Gary Bohannon is much more a part of the offense, running the ball, nine carries, 82 yards, and now his first rushing touchdown of the year. The Bulls have taken advantage of that turnover.
0: And we'll see, do the Bulls go for two here and try to make it a three-point game? It looks like they are. Mangum is the running back, and the Bulls will try to cut it from five to three. Wide receiver in motion. They throw to him, and the double pass into the end zone. Caught Xavier Weaver. It's a three-point game.
2: Every offensive coordinator has his special two-point play, and that was USF's, no question. Travis Trickett was just waiting for the right time to call it, and he sucked the defense in and got the beautiful double pass conversion. They
0: hand it off, and the Bulls with a good push. There's Jatorian Hansford. The Swamp veteran played here year after year with Missouri, and he makes a nice play there to wrap up Montrell Johnson. It's third down and ten. They don't want moral victories tonight. They came here to win the thing. South Florida is in this game. They are close. This is a moment, a
2: defining moment for this program, for this team, for this staff and South Florida, all they need to do is go in season. But here we go, job one, getting the the game into the fourth quarter competitively. The Bulls have done that. Now it's a game they can win. They can take this game by the throat. They've got to find a way to score on this drive and keep playing well on defense. They can get this win. It's not a dream, this is reality. This is possible now.
0: That team makes one man miss. Getting toward the edge, gets to the 10, breaks a tackle, diving for the end zone. He's close, but he's not in. It's going to be a first and goal at the one, a remarkable run by Battee, who almost got tackled for loss and then almost got in the end zone. It's first and goal on the one. Weaver to the short side right. Bohannon shotgun, second and goal. Takes the snap. Pitches to the right. One-handed catch by Dukes, and he dives in, and he scores. That's six for the Bulls. The South Florida Bulls lead the Gators in the fourth quarter in the swamp. Three-point USF lead with the extra point coming.
2: They just defined themselves right there with a clutch, clutch, one-yard touchdown run by Michael Dukes and and have taken a lead over the Gators. This is the dream scenario to be in this position.
0: Florida threatening to take back the lead here with 8-10 to go. 28-24 Bulls. Richardson to throw toward the end zone, picked off by South Florida. And the USF Bulls have taken the ball away. Going up the far sideline, I don't know if this is a dead ball or not. Amaris
2: Brown with the biggest play of his college career. So the transfer,
0: Amaris Brown, second interception of Anthony Richardson, and the Bulls have the ball, the lead, and 7 minutes and 50 seconds to get rid of. So now the Bulls will have the ball on the 20, so you got a nice... 17-18 17-18 play, 7-minute, 50-second drive in you, Joey?
2: Well, if they do, then the Bulls will have one of the most significant victories in the history of, of the school.
0: Bohannon to throw on first down, and he's airing it out for Dallison incomplete. He had him, and he overthrew him just a little bit. It's second and 10, so the Bulls pull a surprise on first down. And they almost got rewarded, but Bohannon and Dallison just couldn't connect.
2: A couple of times, a couple three, four times tonight, Bohannon's just been a little too deep on his passes. Bohannon
0: to throw, looking, looking, rolling right, throws off the back foot, and it's gonna be picked off at the 28 yard line. Let's see if they say he got it off the turf. He did, it's an interception, and Florida has the football, as Bohannon is too high with the pass and it's picked off by Travez Johnson. They'll have the ball inside the South Florida 30. After further review, the ruling on the field stands of an interception, first down Florida. Florida football, second down and goal from the three. 28-24 South Florida, 515 and counting remaining. Richardson hands it off, it's Etienne and he's in the end zone florida reclaims the lead with 505 to go
2: well the good news is there's plenty of time five minutes five seconds for usf to try to break florida's serve as it were
0: and now the bulls face a third down and 10 with 404 to go battee goes split wide to the left you hear the crowd Bohannon to throw. He's got Chaffray Brown and he's got a first down to the 50 yard line. The Bulls convert the third and 10. Chaffray Brown with his first catch of
2: the day and the Bulls keep the football 325 to go. First catch of the day and a big one. Chaffray Brown, the transfer from North Carolina, a big play guy who finally made a big play.
0: Bulls ready to go from the Gator 19. Carter comes in motion low snap it gets through bohannon and the bulls have to fall on it back at the 35 oh boy gotta watch the clock now it's ticking with 30 seconds to go bulls have one timeout remaining and it's third and 20 from the 33. Now you're a 50 yard field goal and boy, does
2: that change
0: things, Joey.
2: Yeah, I didn't have low snap on my bingo card in that situation, gotta be honest.
0: Ball is on the far hash mark and I gotta believe that's where Schrader wanted it, Joey. Because the Bulls ran it right to that spot oh, but they that. elected to run on third and long. Yeah,
2: that low snap took him out of every advantage they had.
0: So now the Bulls trying to tie it with 28 seconds to go. Ball's going to be placed on the 38. Beardall is the holder. 48 yards from Schrader. Kick is away. It's a low line drive. And he missed it. heartbreaker with 23 seconds to go
2: well the Bulls put themselves in a bad spot they had second and five from the 19 the low snap took him out of everything and Spencer Schrader a reliable a kicker as you'll find in the country hit a low line drive that just trickled off to the right side it actually had a a small shot of sneaking in but at the last minute it it, the draw, like a golf shot, it, it faded to the right.
0: Ryan, could you see the hold? Was the ball there yeah. for him?
2: It was bobbled. That's the thing that made the difference There is The snap was bobbled at the point by the holder, and that juggle right there was the difference. That's why the kick looked like a line drive curving to the lower right side.
0: Certainly a variety of emotions when this one is over. Bulls had a chance to add this game to one of the great victories in program history. Had the Gators on the ropes at least to go to overtime, if not to win it in regulation. And the bad snaps setting up the third and long, and then the bad hold on the field goal attempt, and all of a sudden the Gators escape with a victory. So you can look at that. And be disappointed, and that's fair, but at the same time, you shouldn't miss all the positives we saw for South Florida in this game. You know, all camp, we kept hearing from Jeff Scott about the things he was seeing in the practices, things he hadn't seen before from his team, things that he thought showed progress, things he thought showed the team was getting better. Then we'd get to game day, and we'd be all looking for those, and – we didn't see him. Finally in week 3, we did see some of the things that Jeff Scott has been seeing for the past few weeks. We saw inventive play calling on the offense. We saw aggressive defense. We saw good line play on both sides of the ball. Takeaways by the defense, a terrific running game by the offense. And all in all, a really entertaining game against Florida. Yes, they let the Gators off the hook. There's no denying that. But I think if you're looking for progress on this team, it was a little bit hard to find and a little bit hard to measure after the last uh, two games prior to this one. Now you look at what they accomplished in Gainesville and you've got to start feeling better. It goes without saying, none of the players, none of the coaches went up to the swamp with the objective of trying to throw a scare into the Gators. They went up there to win a game, and it didn't work out. But I think the message here is that sometimes, even if you don't win, it's all right to feel good about some things. And the progress we saw on Saturday makes me feel pretty good. Now, you've got to maintain it. You've got to build on it. You got to grow it, and it starts with another very difficult challenge next week on the road at Louisville. But for the first time really in 2022, we saw on Saturday some of the true ability of this South Florida team, and it really, really gives you some hope that this could be a good season, especially when the Bulls get into conference play in a couple of weeks.
1: One of those last points you made, you have to build on it. You can't just say, well, we came close, and then have the same old story but a different script next week on Upon Further Review. Play like you did against Florida, and you will beat Louisville. Slip up, don't execute as well. Third downs, 8 for 15 for the Bulls, just 3 for 8 for the Gators. Bulls outgained them. Offensive plays. 74-48 to 48 in favor of the Bulls. So many positives with Brian Batty going 17 carries for 150 yards. Gary Bohannon ran for more than 100, but just 12 for 28 throwing the ball with two interceptions. That's the part that's got to change. I wanted to include that Marion Dollison shot that the Bulls took after the Brown interception. If they get that shot, it ends the game, and those shots are there once or twice a game, it seems like, for the Bulls, and really for the most part have not been hit. A lot of great plays, but just need a couple more. And we hope to be having some winning plays for you next time on A Pawn for the Review. For Jim welcome Derek Sharp, thanks for listening. This is USF Bulls Unlimited.